Hello, welcome. You guys are on a journey with us. Synchronicity round five for 365. I don't know what we episode decided. we're on in general. Eh. We're on episode 11. But I'm glad she knows. Uh, but yeah, welcome to another day with us. I'm Megan. I'm Nicole. And here we are. Um, I don't think we have no house any house cleaning. Just house clean. remember... I love that you call it house cleaning. Shiloh is in studio with us today. Yeah, our very rambunctious Dalmatian. So you might hear her um, in the background. She gives us little boofs every once in a while. She just says hi. Yep, she's just she's just checking in with us. Yep, but there today she is again. we're going to talk about masculine energy. Yes, the divine masculine. Well, but masculine in general, because I think you should know the difference between wounded masculine in divine masculine um and in a different podcast we'll go over the feminine so you know she's not going to be left out no but i think a lot of men don't know the difference i think a lot of people or don't women. know the difference because <laughs> i didn't know well, it gets until thrown i a lot of, got educated well it gets thrown around a lot in um spiritual circles like what is the divine masculine what's the wounded masculine like what exactly is all of that and what are you know what are we working towards as humanity and what does marriage mean versus a divine union i mean there's so much but this all traces back to masculine and feminine energy and not to be mixed up with genitalia it does not matter what you were born with we both have these energies in all of us and yes i just took off my bracelet so if you just heard that like it was annoying me and making a lot of noise so that's the last you should hear of that but this is a huge part of our program because it goes back to core wounds um masculine and feminine wounds is yin and yang uh it's eastern <coughs> philosophy it's eastern medicine and shiloh agrees shiloh loves divine masculine men she's just being obnoxious and needy um but we have studied this for like 10 years um it's gone clear back to Al-Anon is where this originated for me when I was 21. Um, Pat Allen was my introduction to this, but it actually goes clear back to Carl Jung. And so this is his philosophy. If you think people are just pulling it out of their asses, it's definitely not. Um, this is a huge, huge thing in Carl Jung's philosophy. And if you don't know the difference between Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud at a basis, it's because Sigmund Freud did not put spiritualism of any kind into his beliefs, and Carl Jung was actually the prodigy of Sigmund Freud, but he believed in spiritualism and that humans had a mass consciousness, and the divine masculine and the divine feminine were a big part of that. And if you understand how the universe works, it is masculine and feminine energy make up everything. Like the earth is Mother Gaia, that's feminine. Um, and even when you get into different plant medicines and stuff, it's it's really important to understand what you're working with. So like ayahuasca is feminine. It's the grandmother. Um, you know, then peyote is masculine. You've got mushrooms that are androgynous. So you've got a bunch of things going on. And we should actually do an episode on that. But, um, but sorry, I'm like, I need to make a note of that. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, we're going to do masculine today. Yes. And I think that we should first address what wounded masculine is. Um, wounded masculine, and you know, we, we there's always a yin and a yang to everything. I was 
currently reading a book. Um, it's called The Web That Have No Weaver. The Web That Has No Weaver, and it talks about the difference of yin and yang, and it's as above, so below. And the whole philosophy came from Taoism, and everything, whether it's healed or in it's wounded, it is it exists in some essence. And you can have both. When you're healing, you still have that wound because that wound comes from a base core of something. And then as you begin to heal it, the wound is still there, but it's not as prominent. And so that's where you get that really like ebb and flow of energy and understanding that like you're going to come back sometimes to that wounded. And, and sometimes it's not fun and it's not easy but it's definitely something that you can um, observe. And then you're like, wow, I grew from that. That's so lovely. That was really painful. Um, but, you know, masculine masculine wounds are huge in our society. Well, I think all wounds are. Yes. And we're focusing mainly on the masculine in this episode. And, of course, in the next episode, we'll be doing the divine feminine and the feminine wounds. And so you can really, like, see the difference between the two of them because I do think, like, going back to what Megan was saying is that it is so easily tossed around and it's so just like oh nonchalance well and I want you to also think of a wound as like it's it's literally like having an open sore on your body right but it's just in your emotional field so when you think of these I want you to think of like having a cut on your arm and then when somebody grabs your arm how you viscerally react to that kind of pain so it's a lot like that in the emotional field that if you have a trauma around a certain thing when somebody hits that you viscerally and physically react to it and it's usually in a volatile way so I want you to think about that and then as you forgive and forgiveness is huge in healing wounds it's forgiving himself forgiving a past forgiving a parents this always goes back to the parents um, you know, and that starts to heal, right? But you still have a scar after. But when you touch a scar, it doesn't hurt. You don't have a reaction. Now, it's still there, right? It's not like these ever just, like, go away. But when you heal them, they don't become that really intense reaction to something. It's like when somebody hits that scar, it's kind of like hitting a nerve, and you're like, oh, and you almost expect yourself to react, but you don't anymore. You then have a choice when it's healed and you've been in forgiveness. So I want you to think of a wound as that too. Even if it's in the emotional field, it is very, very much like a physical wound. Again, like Nicole said, as below, so above, as we often say, um, these, these, these wounds are very, very apparent. Um, but you need to honor the pain and forgive the source. It's a huge part of anybody's growth, and we will do podcasts about forgiveness. It's been a huge part of our healing, and it continues to be daily, forgiving myself, forgiving others um, of our expectations, and that's also a big thing of living with intentions versus, versus expectations. Um, and now I will give it back to Nicole. <laughs> yeah. So we um, we kind of sat here. Um, we this is a huge part of our eight week program. Whether you choose to do group or one on one, we really dig deep into um, the masculine wounds and the divine masculine. And we have come up with five what we call men in this regard. They're in the masculine, and these stereotype stereotypes we've given names to them to help explain what they are and so we're going to talk about their name and then what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about them in their highest divine masculine energy 
but we're also going to talk to them in the wounded and how they come up and they appear in everyday life and like we all probably have had experiences with these individuals and I'm not um they don't have to particularly be um these they can be the base core to these humans does have to be masculine they have to identify as a masculine core right um and what i mean in that regard is when you decide and figure out what your core energy is is exactly what megan was saying earlier it does not have anything to do with your genitalia i have met so many women who have chose to be in their masculine their masculine core women and that's what they choose to be and that is fine do you think it's a choice or do you think it's just like how your core being is because i think it's oh yeah yeah i think that it is but it's like it's recognizing and saying like I understand and I this is who I am well so first let us clarify because it comes so naturally to us yes we all all of it humans are androgynous we have both masculine and feminine energy so you don't have like you're gonna identify with both like I have masculine energy I have feminine energy but in a we're talking about in a relationship you have a core energy like everybody should be treated as a man at work everybody has balls like you should not be treated like a woman if you're treated like a woman um you should sue so (laughs) (laughs) we'll help you with a lawyer yeah no we won't no so um but we will give you guidelines but anyway um so you can do this test and we'll actually put it on our website i'll make a note of it of like how to figure out what your core is in a relationship but just to clarify so that people don't get confused because it actually was confusing to me when I first learned about this. You have both. So you don't have to identify clearly with one, but this is just particular as it pertains to relationships and when you are with a significant other. It doesn't matter if you are lesbian, whatever, da-da-da-da-da. You usually have a core energy that flows through you that's like your internal yearning of what you desire in a relationship. It's like your dominant energy is how yes. I would explain it. Yeah. 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 It's yep. like usually like 80, 20 right. vibe. Now in, in a relationship, you go back and forth, but this is just like what you are 90% of the time. Right. So um, anyway, just to, I just wanted to, for yes. them to have clarity on that. Yes, that's absolutely fine. So our first individual, <laughs> his name is Tip Timid Tommy. So Tommy is, uh, how I would describe him is the nice guy. Mm-hmm. He usually is very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he does not know how to lead. Mm-hmm. In his wounded, he does not know how to lead. And he has no direction or purpose. And we have all met this person. We have all met this man. Actually, on our quiz, this was the number one dude that women were dating. Yeah. I think he's the number one in our society right now, it personally. Is, it is. It is very true. So if Tiptoe Tommy, or excuse me, not Tiptoe Tommy, timid Tommy we also call him tiptoe Tommy was in his healed masculine divine masculine what would that look like Megan well first of all like what would it be like to be in a relationship with tiptoe Tom or timid Timmy timid Tommy whatever the fuck um we're seeing this so much and this is actually I'll just be quite frank one of the reasons I'm still single um, and most of my girlfriends are still single because men don't know what they want. They have no purpose. They have no direction. And how are they? So at a man's, at the divine masculine's core, they are grounded, clear-minded, and women are chaos. We are creative energy. We are feelings and 
needs and wants and the masculine grounds that energy because they're so focused and that's why um when you get down to like the divine masculine that it's actually the lead in the relationship because it grounds that chaotic energy and allows to guide it in a productive direction instead of a destructive direction so this is why we need partnership as humans um you know people (laughs) i was actually just reading an article on how lonely people are we're the loneliest we've ever been we're the richest we've ever been we have the longest lifespans we've ever been and yet people are lonely and this is why suicide and mental health are such a big thing and i think it's very much because these energies and this is not scientific this is purely just pat allen and everyone that i've read including carl jung they're not clear on what they want and if a man is not clear on what they want it causes the female's nervous system to go fucking haywire and when i meet men that are like this because even if a man has a um, a feminine core right and actually when i because i have a feminine core when i meet a feminine man it repels so we can be friends but like repels like in a romantic relationship friendship is similar just to be clear on that so um this tiptoeing and like uncertainty when i think of having a partner makes my fucking nervous system go like haywire i'm like ding 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 ding. like everything is wrong there's so many red flags um and this is just not a good energy men that are this have not gone through their fisher king woo have not grown up they they're they're just like still little boys and um we're seeing this a lot in like men that just like cannot step in they cannot be like this is what i want this is what like i i am the grounding energy i know my direction i know my purpose and that's the divine masculine a man that is opposite of tiptoe timmy is this calm grounding i know that i want you and i will stay here and stay present and stay consistent and I'm here. I'm your rock beneath your feet. And if for those feminine cores, when you feel into having a man that is consistent, that is there for you when you need him, the shoulder to cry on, you can surrender into your femininity and he holds space. Just feel that right now, how much your nervous system just goes, but then think of Tiptoe Timmy, who is like, oh, well, I don't know what I want. And um, what do you want well, for dinner? Are, do you, yeah, like, what are you making for dinner? And do you see how this is like this, like, anxious, like, well, and they, fucked up energy? Always, and they always, it's like a little boy. Yeah, they're exactly, they're like little boys. No they're else? like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't plan that far. Or I don't know. Uh, 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 there's lots of umming and, like, gasping for air well they're just unsure of themselves yeah it's like they're like and if they're unsure of themselves they're unsure of you and like who wants that i want certainty i want to know that a man wants me i want him to be clear on his purpose and his desires and like where he is at and it's like i want you like there's something in that that's like whoa oh okay like i feel this right but also like if that masculine gets rejected he doesn't go into a tailspin. He's not like, blah, blah, blah. he's like, okay, I respect that because he is so confident and so clear in himself that he knows his worth. Tiptoe Tommy doesn't. He's like, oh my God, I'm afraid of being abandoned. So I'm passive aggressive. And like, uh, I don't, I, blah, blah, blah. like he, he has no idea who he is. He has no identity whatsoever. And if you look at like clear divine masculine, you know, look at Audrey, look at Aaron Rodgers. Like they know who they are. There's this grounded, solid energy that you bump up against. And it's like, 
now this man would fight for what he wants he he is clear and that's the biggest thing is that the divine masculine is clear yes and if so tiptoe tommy you have to like as a woman it, you have to step into your masculine yeah because well, all of these <laughs> yeah like all of these will make you step into your masculine but he's like the guy that like you have to make the plans you have to tell him when and where like you literally a hundred percent flip roles now when men are in their wounded masculine they're actually feminine correct yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then when women are in their wounded feminine they're, they're in their masculine mm -hmm. so it is a little confusing so like when we're talking about this i just want to make it clear that like so these are like these these examples are men being in their feminine yeah and so this is unless you are a masculine core woman which is possible then right. that would make these would these men would be more comfortable for you right. these are more you know he might well, be someone that no this is easily this is not good because this no. is all low vibration so right. even if it's a woman that's in her masculine she would still want the divine feminine right so this is there's nothing divine about any of these yeah these are these, these are, are not wounds 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 yes so timid tommy he's been broken by his father or his mother yes like emotionally fucking roller coasters slammed into he's basically been run over by a car several times and now he's like in an emotional sense actually like but so he's he's you know have you ever seen like an animal backed into a corner and they just get like they curl up into a ball and just like shake that's that's timid tommy, that's timid tommy. Mm -hmm. okay so timid tommy hopefully timid tommy um, if you're dating them run away uh yeah tell him to needs, go into tell him to go find a very masculine man to mentor under <laughs> eat some red meat go lift some weights hang out with some like manly men i mean forgive I think... your source <laughs> find your purpose and the biggest thing is find your purpose yeah you know, find your men purpose. know what to divine masculine have to have a purpose and yes. we're gonna probably say it ten thousand times and you guys are gonna be like wow are you really like apparently yeah. driven the point home yeah we're probably gonna trigger a lot of people too but it's yeah. all good that's okay um so our next one is the opposite triggers are opportunities yes they are so the next one is opposite of our timid tommy Ooh. and his name is road rage remington so this guy, also named the bully, air quotes, mm -hmm. he's opposite of, like I said, Tim and Tommy. He is aggressive, he's arrogant, and he is an egotistical maniac. Mm -hmm. And he is pretty much the most, like, extreme domineering definition of, like, wounded masculine. Okay, so... Um... <laughs> I'm going to go back to a book I read when I was in high school because, like I said, this has been happening for 10 years. And I'm going to give a shout-out to Tucker Max. And um, he taught me a lesson in that book, I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell, which was absolutely ratchet as shit. But if you want to learn <laughs> a, a lot about men and about, like, how they function, I fucking love that book. So, And it's, I also, like, he's awake as hell, so um, shout-out there. But anyway, he talks about in his book, right, there are two types of men, and he simplifies it a lot more than we do. But Road Rage Remington would be coke and hookers, guys. They go out to exploit, to make people feel like shit, to, like, fuck women and, like, screw people over. And there's this very, very, like, 
vicious they're dominant ugly energy right they're like slamming into people it's like they just want to exploit people and hurt people and see who can they, they can fuck over it's all about power and it's because they don't actually feel powerful and driven in themselves and the other guy which would be the divine masculine is beer and girls guys they go out they just want to have fun with their friends they'll talk to people they'll enjoy their evening but nothing is about exploitation it's just about enjoying life it's about joy and road rage remington always reminds me of coke and hookers guys from what tucker max said and he's been right my entire life in every situation when I'm around men that kind of pops into my head and I'm like what are these guys and it was funny before I even really started this work that I had that from a reference which helped me a lot in very bad situations um that like this very forceful ugly energy it's like I'm I mean this is this is like rapey vibes it's like the guy that won't like take no for an answer this is that dude and I hate to say that because it's like that's very triggering even for me um but it's true it's that guy that's like gonna take what he wants and he doesn't care you know how he gets it and that's this wound men that are that type of dude like you know I is road rage Remington well and they make everyone seem small like they want to belittle everybody that's a bully yeah they they are one uppers like they're the guy at the bar that's like my sports team and they're like raging and like angry and like yelling at the tv and like everyone is like what is happening why is this guy so mad and like what is going on but then when you look at like the bully right it's like as soon as you stand up to them they just completely deflate because they're so wounded right they're just broken on the inside and just the deep down they just want to be loved because they don't love themselves. So well, there's not that grounded, purpose-driven, yeah. confident. They're like, ego-filled. They have no worth. By Their ego is fully fed by external validation. And power, which yeah. you cannot ever get enough of. Like, cannot yeah. fill you. Yep. yep. So if you meet this guy, also run away. Run away. Or if you're dating him, run away. Beer and girls, guys. If you don't remember anything else, date the beer and girls, guys. They're just chill. They're there to have a good time. They're a good time. If a guy does coke, run away. Well, yeah, especially like in his like the older they get, like just just run it's away. Like so how fucked up can we get? It's also yeah. that vibration it's also when they're like going a out. Very it's scary like, threshold, yeah. and that they goes like down cannot have enough. Things, this right. is also addiction at its finest. Yeah. So if you meet this guy, like we said, run away, run away. And again, the opposite purpose, purpose. grounded, clear direction, all of those things. Divine yeah, masculine. he usually is the guy that's buying you a beer and protecting you and opening your car door and hey, um, you look like you are ready to not be here anymore. Let's leave. So the Divine Masculine is also a, I'm going to call it like an atmosphere. Like yes. we think about how the atmosphere protects the earth. The Divine the divine Masculine protects the Divine Feminine like an atmosphere would the earth. I think that's a really good way to put that. It's not, it doesn't have to prove itself. It doesn't have to, it just is a knowing a and a vibration ozone. of like, yeah, I am here and I am present and like you always know it's there and you never question when no, you wake up you in know. the morning you know you never question whether the ozone or the atmosphere are going to be there that's divine masculine yep and it protects Gaia which is the divine feminine I actually we love, love that. this I just made this connection that's great and that's a great analogy and um an easy way to break down the masculine and the feminine because it can get a little like wait what that's confusing so our next one is probably my favorite because being yoga teachers and being in the work that we're in we oh my god please do an impression we meet these guys so often oh my god 
and they are called Wait, breathwork huh light. i'm the best in the world so they're called light and love lewis inside joke inside joke yes it is and they are this spiritual seductive playboys and they are like oh my god like your girl your aura like oh i love your aura we should like totally do a sound bath and drink cacao and like i will like i don't know maybe we can land under the moon and like talk about astrology together that is this guy or they're like Oh, <laughs> I'm getting a download from my spirit guides that we are supposed to go on a date and that you are my twin flame and we're meant to be together forever. Do you want to like sound bath and chill? Like that is fucking light and love, Lewis. Yes. He's got no fucking idea what he's talking about. Yes. And they usually. Full of shit walk they're unable to walk to talk always they have this like very charming essence they normally have a mala around their neck no judgment to men that wear malas but they normally have a really shitty one that they bought on amazon <laughs> and they're just like they're just like very kind of like slimy seductive easy yeah they're like normally have like a dirty well, man bun they're like the seducers they're yeah, the playboys they're just like, like hey like they just they're sweet talkers yes and yes. they think that they're like gurus or god's gift but then when you dig down deep and i i had a run-in with one about a year ago and that's what the joke was of like he claimed to be the best breathwork teacher in the world, and he'd been doing it for, like, three months. Mind you, he had no training. <laughs> no training and we're at not all. I'm not talking shit. This is, like, true pure fact oh, yeah, of this it's true. Yeah, yeah. He claimed to be the Actually, best totally breathwork coach. He had read one of Wim Hof's books, and, like, take. I don't even think he had, like, a certification. Not He wasn't a yoga teacher. He didn't yeah. even know what the word pranayama meant. Like, it was He it couldn't was quite even frankly. make it through a hot yoga class, and this fucker was a breathwork teacher. Like, everything is about breath in a hot yoga class, and Nicole called him on it, and he almost started crying. Like, aren't you a breath coach? Because he was like, I can't make it through a hot yoga class. It's too hot. And she's like, aren't you a breath coach? And well, he was and he like, was breathing, oh, he was oh my breathing God. out of his mouth. He was breathing out of his and mouth. I was like, sir. If you take hot yoga, breathe nose, nose, breathe. If you don't know what that means, go read Breath by James Nestor. It will teach you everything. Yes. Anyway. But anyways. Um, Full of shit. Watch these dudes. Yes. And they usually have a tendency to have come out of like corporate America or like something in regards to, um, I know Megan also had another run in with him. This another one. He was a yoga teacher and he had like left cor this like corporate job and he like gave her all of this like bullshit about himself and it ended up that he wasn't oh, in an open marriage <laughs> he well, yes he was a yoga teacher he was like a total sleaze ball but he like totally they like hide behind spiritualism as a man and like they're always about like like we said earlier like they're all about like the twin flame and like oh we were divinely like came across each other so it can be hard and i'm just gonna side note this because it's really hard sometimes to figure out whether people are full of shit or not because yeah, there's actually true. genuine spiritual dudes yes that are a hundred percent like just actions always pay attention to someone's actions more than their words but even bigger than that really 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 start to feel into your nervous system and how it reacts around people because it knows before you do consciously in your mind so like around these two men my nervous system was never at ease it was always just like something like I would feel really anxious and just like out of sorts 
they would not put me at ease. So really pay attention. And this is not just for men. It's for everything in life. Anytime I haven't listened to my nervous system, I've gotten myself in trouble. Mm. So really start to attune yourself to that because we've so gotten away from that. And it, it has been a disservice to humanity. It really has. Really listen to how people make your nervous system act. And it will tell you whether they are full of shit or not. And it doesn't have to be. It's intuition, which doesn't need a why. It doesn't need to explain itself. It is just tap into that. And the more that you develop a relationship with it, the stronger it will be. It doesn't always, you don't always have to have a mental why. It can seriously just be, I don't like the way this person makes me feel. And that's all you need to know. Walk away. Well, and the other thing too is like back to what Megan was saying. There are men in the spiritual realm. They will never approach you of, hey, I think you're my twin flame. Like I have never had one of the most like grounded men we have met at. Um, he, I won't mention his name, um, but he has this insane connection with Mother Gaia and he can like actually start fires with his hands. Like he can produce so much heat and energy with his body. But when I met him, he was so grounded and there was no like, there was no flightiness to him. And we were in a room with all these women and like everyone was like freaking out, like all these women because they hadn't been around like really grounded masculine energy before and it was amazing to watch like how all of these women reacted to this very grounded masculine energy. And he never said anything about spirit guides or guru stuff. Like there was none of it. You could just feel his essence and his being of like he was really tapped in and very much in his grounded masculine. And he didn't have to say anything. And they don't. Grounded masculine doesn't have to say anything. And they, they just want to be of you, service. They can. They will be there and like show up, and mm -hmm. it's like so easy. Mm -hmm. So if he's spitting a lot of game about his spiritual game, he probably doesn't have. He probably doesn't have it. You should have to dig for it. Yeah, and like any of us. Most of the guys in the spiritual realm, they don't have to brag because you can just get the vibe. Humility is masculine. It is. Like it really quiet is. is confident. You ever yeah, notice really that the is. loudest person in the room is like the least confident of anybody because it's like. They need validation, but people that are confident and have self-worth do not need to be validated from everybody in the room. Actually, they are very, very careful who they seek validation from, and that's for both masculine and feminine. Yes. Don't look for just anybody to validate you. Make sure that you choose carefully because being human, you care what people think. But the thing is, is like, how do we audit that? We audit that by making sure that it's only our inner circle that we're carrying what they think because there are you know they're kind of our compass that help us stay on point and um but if you care about what everybody thinks then you are in a wound and you need to like check your shit yep so light and love lewis they're out there just watch out for them and if yeah. you're dating one stop dating him <laughs> or you know keep dating him i don't know that's your choice i i personally like light and love lewis is not my jam i normally call them out like megan said earlier i'm normally like what the what? no i bet you never dated one i don't know i haven't either i've just had we've had run-ins and yeah it's just it's a little bit much yeah um so our next one is peter pan paul Oh, Peter Pan Paul. He is our wounded little boy. Mm -hmm. Well, they all are, but he, this, this is... one is the definition <laughs> of a grown-ass man who ate, he acts like an eight-year-old yeah, little he, boy. Yeah. Um, he is a game player. He wants to be chased. 
He likes playing games with women. And he only takes. That's all he does. He doesn't give. Right. The he divine masculine gives. Takes and takes and takes. This is the guy that is like, oh, my God, I can't pay my car payment this month. Can you pay for me? He's looking for a mom. Yeah. He's like, so in the famous words of Pat Allen, direct quote, stop mothering him with your vagina if you're that. dating this man. He is not a man. He is a little boy. And he needs to be cut off. <laughs> he needs to go get a big boy job. But he's pretty. They are, they are always, always pretty. pretty. They're always pretty. Yeah. And they're very charming. And they're very good at getting your money. But they are little boys. I've never dated one, but I know a lot of women that have. I have dated one. Yeah. It was an experience. Mm. Not a good and one. we're not dating him anymore. <laughs> For a reason. There's a reason. Uh, um, but he... We also didn't mention that the divine masculine gives and yes. the divine feminine receives. Right. And this is a part of P the Peter Pan Paul. And when I mentioned he only takes, he never gives. This is a big part of what they're kind of like that archetype is because they're more notorious of taking and taking and taking and taking. Right. Now, Tommy and Remington and Lewis, they probably would, can do the they're same thing. They're all takers, thing. too. They actually yeah. will all take. But Lewis, like Light and Love Lewis, will probably take your energy. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking joke road rage remington will probably take your i don't know he might take a lot of things from you he might like take your purse because he's mad i don't know and then tim and tommy he might take uh uh he might not take the lead <laughs> he never takes the lead he does not take the lead so you're good on that so once again they're always taking um i don't know peter pan paul is just he's there's not a lot to him he's just he kind of like he's the guy that like Potentially still lives in his mom's basement. Um, oh, for sure. Or moved in with you. Or lives with, like, his girlfriend but doesn't work. Right. Or he just, likes, yeah. And he's, like, the guy that there was a lot of – he was probably the dude that, like, always slept on his friend's couch. Um, maybe when you met him, he slept on someone's, like – couch he yeah. just takes he well, never gives he doesn't do the dishes he's just he doesn't afraid clean to the step house. in too. he won't do he won't mow the lawn right and he, he doesn't do shit he like needs a lot of encouragement and like yes. reinforcement also the divine masculine functions off challenge correct um they like to be challenged and these these men actually we don't even call them men these boys have just collapsed so much into themselves that they're afraid of failure and they don't function off challenge it's like it's their significant others are like you can do it. Like, that's yeah. not masculine. It's um, not a masculine cute. man should be like, oh, I didn't get that job. Like, I'm going to apply for 15 more and I'm going to do this. Like, it's that determination and vision that these people lack. And um, it's a huge, huge wound. I know many of these men. Um, but because I'm so far in my feminine that... Um, they're not attracted to me because um, they're attract. They're very attracted to you until you like open your mouth, and then they're like, "Oh, what did I just give you?" Until until I won't pay their bill for dinner. <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, I had I went on a date with one of these guys actually like I don't know four or five months ago, and this individual prior to going now mind you in hindsight i should have never gone because warning number one was text message is that he didn't have enough money to put he was waiting till payday to put gas in his car 
and that he didn't want to go very far away from like the area because he had to wait till payday to make money and it was just a I mean, very bad situation. We've all been there. Yes. We've all been there. We've all been there. So like nothing against No, no, no. Not nothing against them. Just being money cuz like But being you aware know. of this individual was But you don't tell a complete stranger your problems. Yes. If somebody so the number one thing that I find with psychopaths or very, very wounded humans is their first step is trying to make you feel sorry for them. It really is. If that's their move, because I know like when I'm having issues of any kind, um, it's not like the guy that I just met that I'm like, oh my God, I can't afford anything. Like that's a big red flag. It's fucking weird. So yeah. that's the problem. It's not, you know, I just didn't want it to sound like. Yeah. I wasn't like ragging being on this broke. guy. Yeah. But it, it, and that wasn't, it was, it was the red flags involving like, right. He was, right, right. he was leading that's with what he was saying. all of the, I feel, and this is what's happening to me. And I also explain that never talked to this. Or like, Feminine is wants, needs, and desires. Yes. Like, that's what women... Feelings. Yes. And the divine masculine thinks they're in the mind and the divine feminine's in the body. So it feels just so that's yes. clear. So when I talk about him leading with his feelings, he was in his feminine. So it mm -hmm. automatically pushed into me, pushed me into my masculine. I will tell you that that entire situation was not good. Well, which would be fine. But Nicole's core is fem feminine. Both of us are feminine cores. Right. Um, and of course, we have masculine traits. But this is, again, the wound, it's wounded. wounded. He's coming from a wound, so it wouldn't matter. Um, he's not the divine feminine. Now, no. he's probably a feminine core. Yes. But he needs to step out of the wounded. Right. So, again, we want to, I just want to clarify. Right. It's not it's, about it's, genitals. No. And it's very, it can be, like we said, like I said earlier, it can be very confusing. And that's why we're kind of using examples right. and, like, pulling apart our own experiences because, the more that we can relate and break down our own stories, you guys can understand like really what we are trying to express and to teach others because we have spent so many years. Like I wish that I truly understood this stuff when I was younger. Now, mind well, I you, did. I just didn't listen to it. Right. Mind you, I actually I did because I understood Pat Allen and I had gone right. to all these things and I like, oh, yeah, whatever. But like I also we're like, just sixes and had to live yeah, through it. Yeah, we just had to like face <laughs> plant through fucking, my 20s. Yeah. And now I'm like in my mid 30s and I'm like, yeah. holy, what has happened in the world? Mm -hmm. And then I start to understand and apply this stuff. And now as we teach it, I can't believe how many people have come to me and been like, oh, my God, Nicole, like I cannot fucking believe i am dating this guy how do mm -hmm. i fix him and i'm like mm -hmm. you don't can't you don't you fix yourself you either let him go with love or you divine fix yourself. masculine fixes gives that's a giving yes. energy if yes. you are trying to They're fix problem a man solvers you are in your wounded masculine you can be a help if somebody asks you but in either core if you are trying to fix someone and not help with a problem that they asked you to help with, you are in a wound, backtrack, figure out how to fix yourself and stop trying to fix other people. Well, and that's also a great um, lead way too, is that the feminine, we receive, like back to the receiving and the giving. Right. So masculine energy, we invite the masculine. We invite them, hey, my flat tire, I don't. Now, mind you, I know how to fix my own tire. I was taught how to do it. I've had a lot of flat tires in my life. Yeah, but, but it's sexy when but a guy I helps. 
Yes. And it is one of those things, like, I even remember one time I was, like, I don't know, 16 or 17, and I was driving on the highway or the interstate here in Colorado, and the road was weird, and I had this old 1995 Ford Taurus, and I thought I had a flat tire, and I remember calling my dad, and I was, like, crying on the side of the road, and I was, like, I'm too scared to get out of my car. Oh, my God. Ah. And I remember he was, like, okay. Like, he walked me, like, through it, and I remember him, like, just, like, this, it was a very, like, brief moment in my life of being, like, wow, like, I didn't understand it at the time, but my dad was, like, hey, just, like, breathe for a second, let's, like, make sure you don't have an actual flat tire, and it ended up but that that's I didn't grounding, have a flat tire. That's grounding energy. Right. That's and so, masculine. But I invited him. I called my dad and I was like, oh, uh, I don't know what's going on. And that's what the feminine does when you're in a situation. And we as feminine cores, more and more because we have let the masculine down, we have a really hard time or Receiving. I can't speak for myself because I love calling people now and being like, help me. Mm. But... um to call and to ask and to receive. And I know I have worked with many girl women and they are like, no, I can do it myself. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't care if you can do it yourself. Just call him. Just call him. And then they're like, oh my God, that felt so But that's vulnerability. Good. That's learning like, to ask wow. for help is wow. receiving. Yes. And it's vulnerability and it's surrender. Well, and I, I'm like working with a client right now and she's been having car issues. Uranus transit is just fucking everyone's life up with technology. Techno and technology? She was like, <laughs> everything. she was like stranded in like a no call zone and she somehow was able to like get enough service to like call her boyfriend and he was like two hours away in Denver and he drove all the way up to get her and like helped her figure out all the tow trucks and everything. Well, mind you, prior to like doing the work with us, she told me I would have never called him. I would have not been able to make that phone call because I would have been so like quote unquote embarrassed, but it felt so good when he showed up. Well, and that was really good for his confidence too. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. they're in a pretty like, actually, I don't even know if they were girlfriend, boyfriend at that time. Like they had just started, like they were probably like two or three weeks hanging out, trust. but he literally told her, like, I I got you. Like, I, I really appreciated that you called me. And she was like, that was really hard, but I absolutely loved mm -hmm. surrendering. Mm -hmm. And now she trusts him. And now it was really funny because, like, seven days after this, this whole thing happened with her car, there was, like, a massive fiasco. She got a flat tire and she called him again and he was like, hey, I'm at work. I can't, but I'm going to um, like, what do you need from me? Because he couldn't right. leave work. Right. And um, she was she was like, I don't I have triple A, but I don't know. And he was like, all right, great. Well, like, keep me posted. Like, he couldn't actually go to her, but she could call him. And he was, like, giving her – he was like, okay, well, how close is your dad? Can your dad bring you an extra tire? What about AAA? And he was helping her solve this, like, massive problem right. and calm her nervous system. And she – because she was, like, freaking out because she's like, oh, my God, this just happened. I just put all this money in my car seven days later. And she well, just was like, wow, it's so amazing when you start to actually work it and stepping into your feminine – but there's in reasons it. the damsel in distress is like the majority of Hollywood movies. Yes. And men like in their masculine love it. They love it. They love when they can help. <sighs> okay. So Peter Pan Paul, if you're dating him, kick him off your couch. Stop paying his bills. Make him get a job. Make him be an Do adult. Do your own work. Do your um, own work and stop in the famous words of Pat Allen again. Stop mothering him with your vagina. Because it's a thing. All right, our last guy. He is her favorite. 
He is our absolute favorite. This is the dude I date. His name is Jacked Up Jason, the non-committer. He is flighty. He has a roster, and I mean absolute roster, like football roster of women. Not He's a very roster, confused and an ungrounded energy. Yeah. Football roster. They're either talking to him, texting him, swiping fair. on him. That's fair. Yeah. They're just looking for attention. Yes. Because they can't be alone. Yes. Um, this is my life. Megan. This is even t- named they, after they are, one of my ex-boyfriends. They are very much they attracted to Megan. love Megan because Megan is a non-committer. I hate commitment. It's something I've really had to work on, but these men... That's why love we, me. that's why we did the 365 day challenge. Yeah, Commitment. no, it's it's but it, it, the they fuck up my nervous system. This, you know, every time I don't trust myself, but every single one of um the men that I have been involved with have been this. I actually can't think of one that is not. Sadly, I don't date any of the other ones. Have never, but this one this one has been all of my exes. So if you're listening to this and you're one of my exes, this is this is you. Um, <laughs> and it, it's it's because they don't have the confidence or the grounding to actually be with a woman. And it's funny because uh, I have had a lot of run-ins with my exes actually in the last like three weeks. And it's been really interesting because as they've come back and we've been able to have a conversation about like what went on um they just didn't have purpose they didn't have what they needed to be with me and I didn't have what I needed to be with them because we were both not grounded in I mean the feminine really shouldn't be grounded but I didn't know how I felt and what I wanted and what I needed and I loved this chaotic fucking energy because I was like, oh, my God, I can fix them and I can make them commit. And I can, even though I didn't want them to commit, because once they would commit, I would actually like panic and freak out and run away and like emotionally detach because I again, I'm pretty much the female version of this. So um, it's a working progress. But a lot of this is worthiness. A lot of this is self-confidence and you know, needing to have a lot of women is like being in chaos. Think about having to have that many relationships. That gives me a ton of anxiety. And it's quite interesting because um, we don't really put that they're a player here, but they are. But it's really just a, like about not having depth. There's no depth to the relationships and there's no vulnerability it's very surface it's like the guy you sleep with and then he texts you a month later and like that kind of energy um a lot of addiction here and they're addicted to women women are their main addiction and um you know we've we've seen this with all sorts of men it's like the guys that are on a out on a date with a different woman every week and um you know it's so out of the divine masculine they're completely in their feminine they're collapsed into chaos they can't commit they don't want to commit they're they've got themselves scattered across places countries whatever the fuck depending on where their network is and um you know it this is this is one of the i mean i shouldn't say one of the sicker ones but this is usually the guy who has a mother wound of the dad was absent. Now, whether he had actually left the family 
or he was like an airline pilot or he was just emotionally not around, worked too much or whatever. And so the mom actually put all of her emotional needs into her son and she was so needy towards him emotionally and energetically, like needing him to tell her that she's pretty and that she's worth it and like putting her emotional needs on her son to where he thinks all women are like that. So he can't actually go deep with her because he's afraid of that need. And that's because a mother should never put that on her son. Now, you can still tell your mom she's pretty and stuff, but she shouldn't be emotionally reliant on you, especially when you were a young man. Um So that's where that one of the wounds comes from with that is that a lot of my exes actually came from single moms or from homes where dads were absent. So they had a lot of like emotional need with the feminine very young or, you know, mother, whatever energy that was. So it caused a lot of damage emotionally and they need to learn boundaries because they don't understand them in a healthy way. Yeah, and he, I mean, they all, all of these, you know, the thing is, is we keep circling back around on, like, all of these men, boys, need to find their purpose, their core base. And and, and when we say purpose, we don't mean sex, money, and power. That's not what we mean. We mean, like, what is their purpose in this life? What are they, what do they get up every morning and they're lit up about and it's they're service. driven to do? Yeah, and some kind of service. And whether that's be a father, whether that's philanthropic, taking care yeah. of, I don't know, pets, lost dogs, like whatever it is, they have purpose and it drives them. And masculine energy has to have purpose. Now, feminine needs purpose in work because that's what drives us because that is masculine energy. Like I know. We have our purpose with our work and then we have like our purpose outside of it, but it's more of a feminine energy, not so this like masculine heavy purpose. Well, and we we say leadership with masculine. I also don't want you to misconstrue this because get this. Very, very little of what women do is for men. We get dressed because of other women. We do our hair because of other women. We work blah, blah, blah because of other women. (laughs) If we lived in a male-dominated society where there was not other women, it would just be fucking debauchery. We are (laughs) boundaries. We are the essence and the guides of what is okay. It has always been women that guide men. Now, and those are very similar words, right? But guiding is kind of an undertone. It's like, it's not, it's like you almost don't notice it. It like slips underneath of like, hey, it's a feminine energy to where leadership is like out in front and very strong and very like masculine energy. But I want you to understand that the feminine is actually the core of every society because it creates the boundaries. Boundaries are feminine and there are a lot of feminine work. And um, if a man hasn't worked through his feminine wounds, he doesn't have boundaries. And he has no idea what or who he is. So, you know, women, everything we do is for other women. Um, Men, very, very little of what they do is not for women. It's true. The only things that they do for themselves are masturbate 
play video games and eat. What about drink a beer? Even then, that's usually confidence to talk to a woman. Oh, that's true. So everything else a man does, everything revolves around women. He gets out of bed in the morning. He goes to work. He gets dressed. He drinks beer. He buys cars. He travels. All of the things that he does is for women. I want you to think about how powerful that statement is. And... If it wasn't for women, again, it would just be fucking debauchery because oh, oh men God. are men. They're but, just men. You know, I, uh, the power of women is astounding. And that is when we're in our femininity. It is not when we are trying to take the place of men, which is what a lot of society has turned into, is women being in their wounded masculine. So they emasculate men. And I said this in my and I'll say this again in the next video, there is so much toxic masculinity in women and it's caused a lot of these five things. It's actually astounding. It and is. we will go into this more in our next podcast because we're going to be working with the feminine. But, you know, if you're triggered by any of this, look at it. I'm inviting you to step in and learn something because this is triggering to all of us. It was very triggering for me to look at jacked up Jason and look at my behaviors and look at all of that. And actually a lot of this was caused by um, a heartbreak when I was, and I talk about this in the rape ceremony and stuff like that. I had a heartbreak when I was actually in my feminine and this man was in his masculine and um, it, it's the only relationship I've actually ever been in where it was divine masculine, divine feminine, but that heartbreak actually caused me to go completely into my wounded feminine, which caused me to go into the masculine, which caused me to have a lot of very toxic behaviors towards men. And um, again, kind of became that non-committal, very ugly energy. And I've had to go back and make a lot of amends. So, um, you know, you're going to be triggered by things. And that's actually an opportunity to grow is my point. And we need to start stepping in. And that's divinity is stepping in and being curious. And finding why things hurt. And again, I'm going to circle all the way back around to the beginning of our conversation about those wounds. We're trying to heal those wounds. And a lot of that is forgiveness in self and forgiveness in others. Well, and if you are, um, if you are a man and you're listening to this and you resonate with one of them, to heal them is actually to step in to the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. Because she will heal the wounded masculine. Yes. That is how this energy works. And... When I mean by stepping into the divine feminine, I mean working with plant medicine. Mother Gaia is plant medicine. Being outside, being grounded in like walking on dirt, meditating. These are how these get healed and forgiving the source. I can't, we cannot say that enough of like coming back and being like, this is who wounded me. This is where this is coming from. And it's a lot of work. But if you identify this or if you date these individuals, look at the divine feminine for the healing because that's where you will find her and that's where these wounds will become. Check out our eight-week yes. course. Yes. Yes, we really, really, really <laughs> I'm going to have a sales moment. We don't have many, yes. but this is we work huge with these and yes. it's super, super important. So everybody's one. It's You're not alone. Yes. Check out our website. 
um, synchronicity222.com. And that's also synchronicity222 is our Instagram. And everybody can heal. There's nobody that's And it's too never done. It's a journey. Up. It's always like, and we are no always healing. We are yeah. always still looking. Like I, nobody, nobody on here that's listening I don't want anybody to think that we're not still healing because we will continue to heal to the day we die. Anybody that acts like they have it all together, have it all figured out, is completely full of shit, run away. Yes. That's actually complete toxicity and toxic relationships will kill you. Yes. So find a coach that's like, hi, I'll teach you what I know, but I'm still learning. Yes. <laughs> and um, we are going to wrap it up. That's, that's it. enough for today. Our Tune next episode in. is going to be on the Divine Feminine. And because we're doing 365, you don't have to wait. It's going to yes. be tomorrow. It's one podcast a day. And um, actually, I'm really excited. It's like, I, I don't know. This has been fun. It's a lot, but it's so much fun. Gemini's. Okay. Gemini's. All right. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye.